Welcome everybody back to those Alkaji Conversations, Alkaji's podcast in which we cover the latest developments in global LPG markets. This is our first podcast of 2023. We're currently in early January. So Happy New Year to everybody and Happy New Year to you, Valdemar. Oh, hi, David. Uh, <laughs> thank you for having me and Happy New Year to you too. Thank you. So that is Valdemar Yakic. He is our reporter in London. He was covering the European market. We're really happy to have him with us today to cover the latest in the situation in Poland specifically. Uh, Valdemar has been leading our assessment out of Polish ports over the past few months, which we launched in October, which regular listeners will know about. And so we thought it'd be a good idea to have a chat with him about what's going on, particularly with an evolving situation vis-a-vis Russia and sanctions and so forth. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, Valdemar, let's start very basic. What's the current situation with Polish sanctions on Russian LPGs? Well, that is a million-dollar question for the Polish LPG markets. So the specter of sanctions has been hunting the industry for quite a while, since April, when the prime minister pledged that Poland will stop all imports from Russia by the end of 2022 in terms of energy. So initially, they tried to go about it via a European route, sort of, trying to include an LPG ban in sanctions package negotiations. But those requests kind of fell off deaf ears in Brussels. So many thought that Poland might have to go it alone, which was not surprising because the country is no stranger to targeting Russian exports, unilaterally, I mean. The Polish customs periodically blocked Russian LPG railcars from crossing the border. And also there was this case of freezing assets of a Russian gas company, Novatek, which forced its Polish subsidiary to suspend all LPG operations. So the government launched consultations with the LPG industry around September to kind of gouge what would be the impact of ban on supply and prices. But the response was not optimistic. The sector warned Warsaw that the infrastructure, the country's infrastructure, would simply not be able to cope with such a sudden shift in supply routes. So some even painted a bleak scenario of 500,000 to 700,000 tons of annual shortage and skyrocketing prices. And that was followed by intense government discussions in October and November, after which Polish authorities seem to have agreed with the industry. Because, I mean, we are past 1st January and there was no announcement of a unilateral ban. Instead, Warsaw votes to continue to lobby in the EU for like an EU-wide embargo in the next package of sanctions. But even then, they mentioned that there would need to be an adequate transition period. But at the same time, there was no like clear announced political U-turn. And the issue could come back, depending on the political situation in Poland and, of course, the events in Ukraine. Sure. Very interesting. And so, obviously, how would you say, I guess it's been a period of quite a lot of uncertainty in the market. Um, and even though we haven't had any sanctions as it stands, we have seen... Firstly, a, tra- a change to the trade flows into into Poland. Is that correct? Oh, indeed. So man, some companies started boycotting Russian supply straight away or soon after the invasion. Others, while still taking Russian products, also sought to diversify from their dependence on Russia. Because of that, I already mentioned the custom, uh, customs problems and the looming embargo threat, of course. And the clear alternative for those players was seaborne imports for the country's free Baltic terminals. 
and to the lesser extent, uh, rarely imports from the ARA region. Uh, the terminal shelf of Holland's LPG imports has been on the rise even before the war. I think it tripled in the last decade, but it was still seen as a kind of a supplement to the main Russian supply route. But in 2022, seaborne LPG imports into Poland exceeded 1 million tons, which is like all-time high, and up by around 69% from 2021. The bulk of that was taken by Poland's largest terminal in Gdańsk, which was operated by SHV Energy subsidiary Gaspol. That company decided to boycott Russian supply back in March. Almost three-fourths of the product came from Sweden, which is mostly ex-US product transloaded into smaller ships, which strengthened the country's position as a top supplier of seaborne product to Poland. And this seems to not be a blip, but will remain the case, those elevated levels of seaborne imports, according to market participants. So while the embargo threat has subsided for now, Polish companies will continue to diversify away from Russia. Uh, for instance, Alpetrol, the owner of the Dynia terminal, which has been used normally for spot cargo purchases instead of like term deliveries, recently announced signing a lot of uh, long-term contracts for transloading LPG coasters into rail cars and trucks for Polish importers. Right, I see. Very, very interesting. And you said that the, the million-dollar question is whether Russian LPG will be sanctioned. I, I would hasten to say that probably just, there's a second million-dollar question, if you like, which is whether Russian LPG into Poland can be replaced logistically by seaborne imports. Is that the case? Well, the short-term answer is no. So logistically, expanding seaborne imports beyond the level we that I just talked about, we're kind of limited by the ability to transport that product inland. Because the LPG sector must compete with other commodities for rail capacity at the ports. It's not the only commodity that, uh, well, has problems getting Russian supply or facing sanctions. Is, for example, the case of coal, which was banned mid-2022 by Poland. So also there is a shortage of rail cars and trucks with the waiting time for the new LPG rail car is now up to 12 months. And storage-wise, most of the country's capacity is also still located in the east, given the, the historical trajectory of the supply flow. And in terms of the product availability, while we've been talking here about global LPG oversupply at Argus, the Polish industry cannot simply tap into it so easily because LPG terminals there cannot accommodate very large gas carriers. And also, a lot of importers just lack the access to seaborne capacity full stop. Because of the three terminals that I mentioned on the Baltic Sea, only the smallest one, so Gdynia, is available for spot deliveries. And while Gaspor offered to share its Gdansk terminal with other importers in the event of sanctions, it's really hard to gouge how much spare capacity it actually has, uh, given the already mentioned logistical problems with the rail. So that's while Russia's share of the Polish market decreased this year, for sure, the country continues to receive significant volumes of LPG from Russia. Not only to meet the domestic consumption, but also there's demand for re-exports to neighboring countries, such as Ukraine. So the Russian rail deliveries, I think this year reached, up to 28th of December, reached 1.1 million tons, 
up by almost a quarter year on year. Right, I see. And then, of course, putting all this together, we we have to look at the the pricing situation as well. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, at Argus, we recently launched a new FCA FOT assessment for those Polish terminals. What have you seen in terms of the pricing trends at that location? So in the last quarter, we've seen that there's an increased availability of the Seaborn product from the terminals, but also still a substantial supply of the Russian product. And both of those together pressured the prices. Uh, those market participants support a significant number of LPG rail cars waiting at the border of Polish Belarusian border because of the high traffic. And there was also problems with unloading vessels on some terminals in November, December, because the just the high levels of product coming in. So the propane prices, the Polish ports fell by about $55 to $75. Uh, $735 per ton since we launched those prices on 12 October. But Russian product suffered more significant decline with DAF breast propane down by around $160 to just over $570 per ton by year's end, which is a 17 months low. So right, um, comparing Sorry, that, the Russian product, it still remains the most economic option for the market, but prices are generally dropping and been dropping yeah. for the last couple of months. Sure. And I think there's a, this points to the wider situation with the European and indeed the, the global market in, in recent months as well. And I was just literally five minutes ago reading about record temperatures in Eastern Europe for January. And I think Apart from the occasional cold slam, I think that we, we've seen a, a light winter across uh, across Europe uh, over the past few months. And ultimately, I think the market has been ready to the extent that it could be for potential supply problems when we combine the situation with uh, potential sanctions that could have come in, along with the situation with a lack of refinery product. The conversations that we are having, I think, indicate that distributors across the continent had really prepared and got those stocks high. The winter hasn't really arrived. So I think that's also having a bit of a negative impact on the well, downward impact on, on the prices. And then just looking forward a little bit, um, I know that you are not in the, the forecasting business directly, uh, Valdemar. We, we, we go to our consulting team from that from time to time. But any thoughts on the, the demand outlook for 2023? I'll try. So for 2023, I think there are two factors you have to really look out for that will add to the Polish LPG demand uh, in 2023. So for uh, the December of 2022, so the first propane shipment to the Azotis Group new PDH plant in Police in Northwest Poland, uh, was the gas tanker brought about 2022 tons of propane to the new, the company's new terminal. And the delivery happened on the recently signed about 250 million dollar purchase agreement with Trafigura, which is supposed to cover about half of Azotis demand for this year and the following one. So that was the first delivery that's supposed to start up the plant when it's ready. With it becoming fully operational, that will be a pretty big addition to the regional demand, about 500,000 tons of propane a year. The other thing is that Poland's been experiencing a massive shift in the industrial sector. We also talked about in Argus more continent-wide because of the shift to the LPG, of course, uh, due to high natural gas prices. And the Polish LPG Association expects that the consumption in the industrial sector in 2022 might have doubled 
which is additional 180,000 tons. And we'll see if that trend continues in 2023, sure. but it's really worth watching out for. Yeah, yeah, that's certainly something that we have been looking at, not just in Poland, but across Europe over the past year or so. So great. OK, I think we'll wrap things up there. So thank you very much, uh, Valdemar. My pleasure. And I'm sure we'll check in again about what's going on in Europe uh, and when Eastern Europe uh, later on in the year. Thanks to all our listeners. We'll be back again with another podcast in the next couple of weeks. 